Welcome to the Elevate Leaders podcast. I am Ryan, and we cannot wait as we have a special guest today, Jerry Roizentool of Champion Mentorship, and he's going to come in, and we are speaking on the topic of today called Success Isn't an Overnight Status. In a world of instant fame and instant gratification, a lot of people want instant results, but we all know that true success is not an overnight thing. It's not a microwave thing. It's a slow-bake thing. It takes time. (laughs) It builds character. And I'm excited to bring Jerry on because Jerry has an incredible story, first of all, uh, that it leads down to years and years of building his company And really going from a business that he built into a passion that he's had all along that kind of just fell into his lap all of a sudden. And you'd think from that, it would be great and successful right away. But again, it's not an overnight thing. And success was built year after year on that. He's an incredible, successful international speaker and coach. I will let him share more and more about what he does. But I am so thankful and grateful that he's come on to share with us his wisdom, his insights, and his knowledge on what it takes to be successful in leading yourself and leading your company. So welcome, Jerry. Glad to have you on. Ryan, it's an honor and privilege to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I am so happy that you said yes. We are really good friends, and we've been friends for about five or six years now. Yes. And we've joined some ventures together. You've helped alongside with me here at Elevate on some different things. But first of all, let's get into, I want to know what Champion Mentorship is all about. Can you give us a brief explanation of exactly what that is and and how you started that? How I started Champion Mentorship. Champion Mentorship is an online training platform for network marketing and business professionals. And one of the things that I've learned in my journey is that Success is won or lost in our mind. I don't care what business you're in, what industry you're in. You can have all the greatest tools possible, but if your mindset is messed up, so will be your business. And I didn't see a real platform out there that gave people a way to work on their mindset daily, intentionally, to be able to become stronger in their thinking so they can be stronger in their results. So from that we developed the platform of championmentorship.com, which is a platform that allows people to be able to have six to eight minute daily training videos from me on working on their mindset, their leadership, and the things that really will affect their business. That's amazing. And it is growing and growing success. You just started that platform, I think, just a few years ago. Is that right? Right, two years ago. Yeah. So it's just, it's still, I guess if you look in the long run, it's still in its infancy and baby stage on on taking off there. But from what you've told me and how it's been developing, it's it's been crazy good for you. It's been a blessing. And yeah, we're only two years old. So we're still in that growth stage of people getting to hear about us, know about us, word of mouth. But it's really starting to pick up some traction and really making a difference in people's lives. So you started that a couple years ago. You got into coaching and speaking a few years before that, which we'll get into. But let's take it back a little bit further. Uh, The first company that you started, uh, tell us that story, how you came about doing that, and what it did to mold you and make you into the person that you are today. Wow, we're going back, buddy. We're really going back. So I'll go back a little further than that just to give a, a great example. I was uh, licensed in uh, real estate when I was 16 years old. Never got involved in the uh, sales side of the business. I was in the loan side of the business. 
got my real estate broker's license when I was 18 years old and got a letter from the state of California back then that said, uh, congratulations for being one of the youngest people in the state of California to ever receive a broker's license. And so I moved down to the desert where I live now, and I was working with a company doing hard money loans. And the funny thing was, is I was getting broker and broker by the day. And so I was always looking for opportunities to make some extra income. And so back in 1993, I got a call out of the blue from a gentleman, never met him, called me up and told me, hey, I, I happen to get your name from the manager at the gym down here. Well, I haven't been to the gym in three years. So I figured, oh, this is like a cold call. He must have got my card somewhere. And so I started listening to him and he was talking about financial services. He was talking about the network marketing profession, which I knew nothing about. But I liked the idea of finance because that was, in essence, what I was doing in real estate. So I went to this meeting in December of 93. I heard a lot of stuff about life insurance and loans, investments, things that made absolutely no sense to me at all. But what I, what I felt there was an excitement from people that I didn't feel in my normal daily walk of life. People were happy. People were excited. People were contributing. And I said, I don't know what's going on, but I need to be part of this. So I joined that company, uh, got licensed uh, in life insurance back in March of 94. And you have to really understand how crazy this was because at that time, I was living in a 300-square-foot guest house on one of my best friend's uh, properties out here. And when you live in a guest house, you're beyond broke. That just basically means, can I stay at that place for free because I can't afford rent right now? So he gave me six months to live there. It was 300 square feet. It wasn't very big. I was borrowing money from family members to put gas in my car. But I was going out at night after my job and going into your home to teach you how to manage your finances. So it was kind of a very unique situation. Doubts and fears attacked me. I made $1,300 my very first year in the business. And any right person in their right mind would have probably just given up and quit, which I had thought about every single day. But my father told me that you're not a quitter, you never give up. And so I just kept pursuing that year after year and eventually turned that into an incredibly successful business. Uh, I was the first person in our company's history to open an office out here, to become a vice president and had a great run at that, uh, and but that's where it all began. How would you rate your leadership skills back then? Because obviously you were leading yourself, but then you started developing into leading teams, and I've heard you share a couple different stories here and there, but going back to your leadership skills, what was that like for you? Did you even know that you had leadership skills? I couldn't lead myself out the front door. That's how great my leadership skills were. I had literally no idea what I was doing. And I thought to myself, there's got to be something that I can do here to help myself. And one of the people who I was working with in my business had asked me, have you ever heard of John Maxwell? And at the time, I had not. And he said, well, John Maxwell is one of the premier leadership trainers in the world. And I'd suggest that you go get three of his books and digest them as quickly as you can, and it will help you become a better leader. And so the three books he recommended from Maxwell, and I read them in this order, were The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Amazing book. Legendary book. Developing the Leader Within You. Another amazing book. Legendary book. And then Developing the Leaders Around You. 
And after reading those books and really digesting the information, it started to begin to give me the confidence I needed to actually not only lead myself, but to be able to start feeling comfortable leading other people. Because I believe you cannot successfully lead others until you can first successfully lead yourself. That's so true. I like to teach that. I like to preach that as much as possible. You've got to lead yourself well before you can lead others well. Right. What was your biggest roadblock going from just you know going out at night to you, you opened an office here in the desert, which is crazy. You think of financial services here in the Palm Springs area. Uh, a lot of people are already retired. This is a retirement community for the most part still, especially 20, 25 years ago. What was some of the biggest roadblocks you faced and how did you overcome those? I think for me, the biggest roadblock for me was my own mindset. And so many times when people are, are trying to step out into creating a business, we have programming that has happened over the course of our lives all the way back from the time that we were kids. And we have people that have said, oh, you can't do this. You won't do this. We've tried things and failed. And so our mind tries to convince us that, well, you've never succeeded in anything in your life. You've never done anything worthwhile. So therefore, this isn't going to work. And that was really the journey of my first year. That was my, my roadblock was my own mindset, which is why I am so passionate about teaching the tools and strategies I learned to help me change my mindset and my thinking, because my thinking is what kept me stuck. It was my old belief systems. It was not having anything to pull from. So initially, that was my initial roadblock, was my own mindset. Then my second roadblock was I was a horrible people pleaser. And to me, it was an addiction. In fact, the wonderful, incredible Joyce Meyer, who you and I both love, mm -hmm. wrote a book called Approval Addiction, oh, Overcoming wow. Your Need to Please Everyone. And once again, somebody recommended that I read that book because it was, it was horrible how bad this was, that everything I did had to make everybody happy. And if there was anybody not happy, I had to take the time to make sure you were happy because if you didn't like me, I couldn't function. And it was a horrible roadblock, caring what other people thought about me. Today, I tell people that the last time I checked, you can't deposit other people's opinions in your bank account. So why does it matter what they think about you? But I didn't know that then. And so once again, that book really helped me stop caring so much about what people thought. And that helped me get past that second roadblock. And then after that, it was just really getting over the roadblock of, of focusing on what I was doing and not being distracted by what everybody else was doing. Because sometimes when we're trying to be successful, if we're not going fast enough and we're looking at other people who are, we start to compare ourselves to other people. So true. And comparison is the kiss of death. And so I had to learn not to compare myself to others, but just compare myself to me. And as I got better every day, things started to happen. Good nuggets there. I would press rewind a few times to pick up a few <laughs> more things on that. But it's evident that the mindset and what you teach right now with Champion Mentorship was birthed out of this place back then and having a right. self-realization of these things that you just described. Obviously, coaching and speaking and teaching is your ultimate passion. Right. It kind of just almost fell in your lap. 
It did. It did. And it's a unique story. Could you just, in a few minutes, give us a summary of how that started and what that began to feel like for you? Well, that that also was a unique story. I, I, I built my business very successfully. And about 13 years into building my business, I started going through some life challenges. Uh, we all go through them. I was married at the time to my son's mom. We were going through a divorce. Uh, I was going through massive amounts of depression. And I woke up one day on the floor of my apartment ready to commit suicide. And I know for me, because my faith is what makes me who I am, I know that God saved me that day because he had a greater purpose than what I saw. And when I got up off that floor the next day, I, I had a decision to make. I could either... Well, what ended up happening was I ended up losing my business. Uh, eight, eight of my top leaders took off and left um, when I was trying to get my son, who was three at the time, situated after his mom and I separated. And uh, when I came back to work the business, they had all left. And so my business tanked faster than Titanic did. And I lost my business, my income, which is what led me to be in that place, almost taking my own life. So when I got up off the floor, my thought process was, I can either go back and build the business again, which I could have done, but my passion for that wasn't there anymore because my son's mom and I worked together 24-7. It's something we did together. And I had this passion about coaching people. Didn't know what it looked like, but being in network marketing limited me to what I was doing. And I wanted to be able to allow the whole world to be my my mm, opportunity yeah not just my company so i patiently waited for five years and lived off my residual income until god decided it was time i've refined you i've worked on you i have fixed what needed to be fixed and one day i was at church and a very dear friend of mine who i knew very well came up to me out of the blue and just said to me have you ever thought of doing coaching before and i said no i haven't she says well you need to god's given you a gift and i said thank you she invited me to come speak at a meeting she was doing out here in two weeks, talk about whatever I wanted to talk about. But the only caveat was I had to offer people something to coach with me. And I kept telling her, well, I don't coach. And she says, I know, but you need to. And so I went to this meeting. I did a 45-minute talk on mindset. I offered a 45-minute coaching session for $20. There were 30 people in the room. 15 people signed up for this. I was petrified because I'm thinking, what am I going to talk about with these people? What do I know? And sometimes we get into a place when we're in new ventures and we're trying to think, well, I don't know. But the reality is you do know because the 18 years prior, God was preparing me for what he had prepared for me, as our wonderful pastor says at church. And I didn't realize that the tools I needed for this coaching business were already inside of me from what I did in my old business. I just wasn't aware of it at the time. And so we started off with those 15 people and have never looked back. Isn't it crazy how it's inside of us? Yes. And it takes something like, go do this meeting. Oh, by the way, prepare this coaching. Like, yeah. I don't have anything. Yeah. But inside of you, it was there the whole time. It just took a very uncomfortable right. and huge opportunity right. to draw that out of you. I want to share two quick points yeah. on that. The reason I did it is because I have a plaque on the wall of my office, and it's a quote from Dr. Martin Luther King, one of my favorite quotes. And it says, faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. 
And I had to take that step of faith. I didn't know what was going on, but I just said, you know what? I'm just going to step out and we're just going to see how this works. Had I not done that, I wouldn't be where I am today. And the second thing is sometimes there are people that are going to come into your life that are going to believe in your gifts long before you believe in them. And my dear friend Barbara was that person who saw not where I was, but who I was. And she saw beyond the heartbreak and the, and the, the frustration I was dealing with. She saw the gifts inside me and, and brought those gifts out by giving me an opportunity to see for myself what was in me. And so sometimes in business, we have to realize that the people around you, the reason that they might be hard on you, the reason that they might be pushing you is simply because they believe in you. They see something you don't. Absolutely. My or son's in basketball. I tell him the same thing. His coaches are on him all the time. And I say, son, your coaches aren't going to be on people that they don't believe have the talent to be great. So good. Yeah. So that that was a huge turning point for me. So in this process, obviously, you did not feel qualified. No. You're, you're thinking, how am I going to take something like this where I've never done something like this in this capacity and drive it into a business venture? How did you begin to go from, I'm not really qualified in this process, to leading yourself so that you could, in fact, lead others in that way? Well, I, it goes back to realizing that so much of what I needed was already in me. I just had to get beyond the fear to be able to see it. I had to be able to get beyond the doubt to be able to see it. And as I started to work with people and I started to go back into my repertoire of trainings I did in my network marketing business, I started to find things that helped people back then. And I just started to simply apply them to what I was doing now. And it started to get results. And then what happened was people told people and people told people. And before I knew it, I never once had to go look for another coaching client again after that initial day. And wow. anybody that knows anything about business, you're in business. It's all about advertising and getting your name out there. I was blessed to be able to do one meeting, find 15 people, and have never once had to advertise or prospect for coaching clients ever again in the last eight years. That's incredible. Which is which is incredible. And that's to me is just a total God thing. It's a total blessing. And all of that just comes from word of mouth, people saying, hey, this stuff's helping me. And so that's how I learned to put it together. It was like putting a puzzle together. Each week was another piece. Okay, let's see how this works. Okay, that doesn't work. Okay, well, we'll take that out. We'll add another piece. That's, that's a good point there, because I was going to ask you next, what does success, what did it look like for you back then and in, in leading into what success looks like for you now? Success looks, to me, it's always about trying to find what piece fits. You know, when you're building a business, it's like a puzzle, like I said. There's going to be a piece sometimes, okay, that didn't work well. Okay, well, wonderful. You learned what didn't work. Now let's try to find what does work. So let's try something else. Thomas Edison found 10,000 ways the light bulb didn't work. Come on. But if he gave up trying to find the piece that would make it work, we would be sitting in the dark under a candle right now. So I always believe success is not about the problems that you see in front of you. It's about what are the solutions that I can find. And I'm just a solution-oriented person where if something doesn't work, my mind immediately goes to, okay, what will? 
How do I fill that gap in with something else? And when you ask your mind the right questions, it seeks out the answers for you. You know, if you're beating yourself up and saying, well, that didn't work and that was a failure, that's not going to serve you. But if you say, what can I do to make this better? What can I do to fill in this piece? Then your mind starts searching. And before you know it, answers will come to you and you'll go, oh, that's a great idea, which is what's happened to me many times in my business. That's a roadmap right there. Absolutely. Absolute roadmap Absolutely. there. So you just, you went from coaching one-on-one, over the phone, all this type of stuff. And then you saw an opportunity with championmentorship.com to take this to an online platform. Mm-hmm. So take us through that journey in a couple minutes here on how that looked for you, setbacks that you had, because starting something like that, you're going into a whole different realm. Well, I'll tell you the quick story. The The company uh, was originally named Coaching for Champions. That's what I started on my own. And it was coaching, and it was me traveling and doing live events around the country. And when I met my current wife and we got married, her whole idea was we've got to find a way to be able to replicate you because there's only one of you. And we have to find a way to build not only residual income, but replicate what you're doing. And so we came up with the idea of championmentorship.com. It was initially her idea in her mind of creating a video or something that people can do daily. And it just kind of molded itself into what it was. And so what it does is it gives people a chance to coach with me or that come to my live events. It gives them an opportunity to be coached and mentored by me on a daily basis, literally for less than the price of a Netflix subscription. And I don't know anyone in the industry that trains on mindset like this with this kind of platform for that kind of price point where anyone anywhere could get involved in it and be able to just learn every single day. And that's kind of how it developed. It was, it was once again, the problem, how you're going to replicate yourself, right. the solution, let's create an online platform uniquely different from anything else where you can do videos daily and people literally, we have people in Australia and England and Canada, all over the world that are able to be coached and mentored by me daily without me having to personally coach and mentor all of them individually like that. That's a really, really cool story. And if listening right now, you don't know Jerry and you don't know the behind the scenes of everything that has gone on with that, you think, wow, that's awesome. Let's start an online platform. Let's just put it up there and people are going to come pay for it. And it's going to be great and it's going to be wonderful. And it's an overnight success story right there. Talk to me a little bit about some roadblocks you faced <laughs> along the way on trying to get this thing up and running. Well, once again, yet another story, okay? Because we had no technical skills, my wife and I. And when we're laying out what it's going to take to create a website, the IT, the back office, everything it takes, we're just like, we're clueless. And we're thinking we're going to have to spend so much money trying to find people that know how to do this. So we had this great idea, but we had no knowledge of how to put this idea to use. So we did what we always do, and that is we just prayed. Mm -hmm. And we just prayed that God would bring us an answer, give us some guidance, give us some solutions. And uh, October of uh, 2016, 
I get a call out of the blue from a gentleman named Keith Kochner, who is also an internationally known speaker and trainer. He uh, has his own online platform, different from mine. But he called me out of the blue because he kept hearing my name at all his events and wanted to just connect and see who is this dude. And so we started to talk, had a great relationship. And it was amazing because at the end of the call, he asked me a question I've never heard anybody say when they first meet somebody. And he said, is there anything I can do to serve you? That's different. Very different. And and I, I said, well, yeah. I said, you know, I, and I thought maybe I could get some advice from him. So I told him what Gina and I, my wife, had put together, that this is what we're thinking of and we're looking at doing this. He said, so you don't know that that's part of what I do. And I said, what do you do? He said, I have already built the platform to replicate that for other businesses that I want to work with. Wow. And he says, I can replicate that for you if you want to. And so we sat down, we came up with an idea, we prayed about it again, and it was like this was once again dropped in our lap, Uh, primarily for me because I just believe we just pray and just kind of watch things happen. And so he and his company turned around, developed our entire web community, and his whole staff does all the back office stuff that we had no idea all how to do. All that stuff you weren't in the know of. That's it. All we do is we record the videos and we send it to them. They do everything else. And uh, they they take care of the registration. I mean, everything that goes in, into that website, that's what his company does. And it was just a blessing beyond belief. Once again, it was an answer literally to prayer. That's incredible. Now, you mentioned earlier that you have people listening all over the world. Because once you go online, it's everywhere. Right. There's opportunity everywhere. Right. And so now you've gone from years and years ago, just you know, starting off in a 300-square-foot guest house, to starting a company. It's kind of just fallen apart at that point, and then moving into the passion of your life. Now you're an international speaker and coach. Uh, you've been across the globe. Tell us about some experiences that you've had with that and the blessings that have come along with that. Well, those are blessings that I would have never imagined when I started the business. It, it's always the dream. Oh, this would be nice, but you don't know how that's ever going to happen. I mean, yeah, sitting in the guest house you know, 25 <laughs> you years don't. ago, could you imagine I'm going to be over <laughs> in this country speaking and doing this and over here doing this? I, could, I didn't even have the money to go from one city to the next, yet alone to think about going across the country. But that, once again, has taken on uh, a life of its own. I had the opportunity uh, two years ago to be invited down to Australia to be the keynote speaker for a leadership summit, and there was uh, 1,200 leaders. That was a dream of mine, to be able to go down there and do that, and uh, I had the opportunity to do that and uh, share some of my mindset and leadership strategies that have helped me in my life was an amazing blessing, still working with people from from there. Uh, this last year, I added another bucket list item where I actually got to go to New Zealand and actually bring one of my live events down to New Zealand, which was unbelievable. We're working on going back. Uh, I'm, have, I'm working with some friends now on trying to get to the UK, uh, been to multiple places in Canada. And so it's just things that I would have never, ever, ever dreamed would happen like that. But it's all just happened from people telling people word of mouth. I believe that anytime you're in business and you do something that helps people, people want to go ahead yes. and refer you, you know, to other people. 
Just yeah. like, you know, you and I, that's how we work together. You know, you helped us buy our first home. And so we go ahead and say, hey, you know, we've got somebody. Anytime we hear selling homes, you're mm-hmm. the man because that's how you grow a business. You grow a business from word of mouth referrals. Mine has been no different. And it's just, I've just been blessed to be able to do that and travel literally all over the world sharing my passion with people. Give me two to three leadership principles that you've taken hold of over the past few years that have taken you from the, the coaching business that you started to where you are right now and leading not necessarily others and what you do for them in coaching and everything, but more along the lines of leading yourself. Well, I think, I think number one is, and I've said this earlier, you can't lead other people unless you can lead yourself. And too many times we think we're leaders, but what we are is managers. We're basically telling people and what it is they need to do, but what are we doing? And I coach people a lot of time where they're asking me, well, well, how do I get my team to go do this? Well, you do it first. You lead by example. You show people what it is you want to do. Like, for instance, you know, when I, when I was building my network marketing company, you know, we had to get on appointments and do all sorts of things. Well, they saw Jerry doing it first. I wasn't sitting back in my office eating bonbons, waiting for everybody else to go get right. it done. I was on appointments. I was bringing people. And as they saw me lead, they followed. So that's I believe that's number one, is you have to be able to lead yourself before you can lead other people. The second thing is you have to learn how to manage the frustrations and the discouragements and the disappointments that we all face in business. That is so good, yeah. And one thing I always teach people in coaching, there is a difference between feeling frustrated, feeling discouraged, and becoming frustrated and becoming discouraged. Nobody in business can ever walk around and say, well, I'm never going to be frustrated because that's ridiculous. There's always going to be times we're going to feel it. But when you become it, it's when you marinate on that thought and you allow it to take root inside of you. And now it becomes all you think. So now I'm frustrated. Well, when you come from that place, nothing good can ever come from that mindset. So I've had to learn as a leader how to manage the frustrations and discouragements instead of them managing me. And that's part of the mindset training that I do is teaching people ways to actually do that. Not to be this person that says, oh, you're never going to feel that. No, but how do you manage that? Because what happens to you is not what creates your problems. It's how you choose to respond to it. And that's been a huge leadership and mindset principle for me that's helped me. And then I think the the third leadership principle for me has been you have to constantly be working on yourself. Great leaders are never satisfied with where they're at. And I spend too much time coaching too many people that think they've arrived, that think they know it all. Well, I don't need to listen to any more of this. I don't need to listen, go to any more events. That's absolutely ridiculous. The greatest leaders in the world are the ones who are growing themselves. In fact, I read this article in Fortune magazine last year that was very interesting. And it said it did a, it was interviewing the top CEOs of Fortune 500 companies in the country. I mean, these are guys that make millions and millions and millions of dollars. And the average CEO that they interviewed running a Fortune 500 company reads an average of 60 books per year. I believe it. Six, zero. So as a leader, 
you're only as good as the value you can provide others. Good. And the only way you can provide value to others is you have to fill yourself up with value. Come on. So to me, that has been one of the greatest keys to my leadership is I'm always growing, developing myself so that as I grow my value, that value pours out into other people's lives. That's fantastic. I was taking mental notes right there for (laughs) sure. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all of this stuff. One last thing, if you were to give somebody advice out there who's just kind of in the position that you've been in a couple different times starting a company, uh, the roadblocks and the struggles that go along with it, what's something that you would tell somebody if they were sitting here right in front of you? I would tell them that we're all going to go through roadblocks, struggles, every time we're going to try something. But when you're doing something that you have a passion for, it makes getting through those things easier. Too many times we're doing things that doesn't light our soul on fire. We're just doing them because, well, I need to make money. And that's okay. But the reason I was able to endure all of these things that came against me was because I was living in my passion. Mm -hmm. My passion is what I do. This is what God created me for. And we've heard the cliche, when you find your passion, you never work a day in your life. And it is so true. So my encouragement to anyone out there is don't give up. Keep fighting. Keep pushing. Keep learning. Keep growing. And just find your passion. And when you find your passion, what you want will find you. So good. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Out in the world? They can um, basically go to championmentorship.com. That's our website community. Uh, They can go on there and they can see some free sample videos that we put on there so they can kind of see the content that we have available. If they want to become a member of our community, there's a place for them to sign up. If they like to contact me directly, they can contact me through the community there. There's a link that says contact Jerry. You can send me an email and uh, I'll get back to everybody in time. Perfect. And then social media is a champion mentorship kind of across the board there. Yeah, social media uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If you're on Facebook, uh, we have a champion mentorship Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And then we have a page just with me, Jerry Roizental, R O I S E N T U L, very oh. unique name. Yes. Uh, Instagram for me, it's at champion mentorship mm-hmm. and it's at Jerry Roizental. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on today. Sharing Thank you, my friend. All the insights that you did. I'm sure people are going to get a lot from this. You can find us across the board at Elevate Leaders and elevateleaders.org. And until next time, make it a great week.